I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Gig'em. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think, Think Tank, Tank, the show so where I come and find some sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm George William Trombley Birchall. And um, it's great to have you with us. What a joy it <laughs> is to what be here with joy. you today. Yes. And, um, Alistair received a, a comical wedgie on his way into you know, a, a comical gra- grade, a cartoon grade well, you know, wedgie. Well, you know when you breathe in helium mm. and it makes your voice higher? Yes, yes. I can't wait to try that. <laughs> and communicate with bees or something. Oh, how lovely would that be? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how lovely that would be. To communicate with bees? Yeah. Well, why what what do we what do you see as the downsides? Well, as we discussed on a an earlier episode, the possibility that they would be um they might just be screaming the whole time. That might have been a bonus episode, so you might have missed out on that. Listeners. What are but, they screaming about? We talked about how we, you could communicate with all animals, and what if it was like what would it be like if they were all just screaming constantly, mm. right? That's what we find out. That's all they're saying. But, but I feel like if anyone was is likely to be screaming, it'd probably be bees. Why? Because they're dying, Al. Well, the, they're they, dying. They're not aware of it. That's true. You know, they're not holding that in their heads. They're not. Mm. Uh, you know, they don't feel like you or I. Mm. They got no perspective on this whole situation. I mean, this they're is... great. I trust me, they're great. Oh yeah, we'll be sad when they're gone, right? But then we'll I'm invent... sad now, and they're not even gone. We'll invent something that's got like one wheel, right? Yeah. And it can balance on that wheel, right? And then it's got the like wheel a can long... balance on the wheel. No. <laughs> okay, sure. The wheel can balance on a wheel, okay. right? And it drives around. It's got a long arm, and it like seeks. It's like a Segway that can drive a Segway. It, it's a, exactly right. And in fact, they should get on that because I'm. I, I don't know Segways. what the application yet. Yes. <laughs> Are you saying a Segway that can drive a Segway riding a Segway? <laughs> I am now. I, look, I, I'm, I'm interested in this. Mm. What happens if you put a hoverboard on a hoverboard? Because you just get a hoverboard, yeah. right? One of those two-wheeled guys, dinkies. I know they're old technology now because everyone's about the uh, the ones where you just have like lo- a, a loose foot under each, a loose wheel under each foot. That's the new thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a loose wheel. It's just a, like it's a wheel, it's, but they're not connected together. Yeah. Right, so you stand on a single wheel on one foot and a single f- wheel on another foot. Yeah. And then you sort of... How does it, like, not slow down because of the m- the rubber of your shoe rubbing on the wheel? Well, there's a little platform or whatever. Oh. Yeah. No, it's much... Like, once we get so into it... So it's not a loose wheel. It's kind of a wheel on, a, yeah, right, on an right, axis right. with a, a platform. Yeah. yeah. It's like a tiny little little single... Two, two unicycles, right? Mm. Under each foot. Yeah. Right, what, what, oh, fuck. Anyway, I think that the what what happens if you put a hoverboard on a hoverboard? That's what that's something that I want to know, right? Yeah. And then I want to know what happens if you put another one on top of that. Look, how about this? Yes. I mean, those are both those are all good questions. Thanks. Um, have we done this where it's just like you know, like a bit of clothing, mm. and you know how there's that clothing um, that I've mostly seen ladies wear, but it's uh, it's like it's like teddy bear material. You know, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, this is the teddy coat was the big thing. Teddy coat was the big thing, yeah. right? Well, think about that with pants as well. Okay, so you just right. look like a teddy. So you just dressed up. It's just well, it's, yeah, you look a bit like a teddy. Right? Okay, sure, but you're still a human. You don't right. lose your 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 uh, humanity, and you <laughs> I'm can. So glad you don't lose your humanity. <laughs> <laughs> and you put it on. And then you can just let yourself fall, and all those little strands that are on it, yes, they're all like little ar- arms and little legs, legs that can that can absorb your falling, 
mm. and then you lay down, and then all the legs carry you to where you want to go. Like ants stealing a picnic exactly. in a Flintstones cartoon. <laughs> exactly. Alistair. <laughs> I love this so much. It's the way we were made to travel. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you almost become like one of those amoebas, right, that are covered in, uh, like, cilia? 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 Something or other cilia. like that? Yeah. And they're just tiny little hairs mm -hmm. that they use to get around, right? Yeah, exactly. And not, not, that they don't have to be very strong because none of the hairs is carrying all that much. Yeah. Right? But... God, it'll, it'll look so good. Now, I'm not sure about your idea where you can just fall flat down onto the I ground know, and they'll catch you. What a dream it would be. That's my dream Obviously, for comedy dream. is to be able to walk onto a stage and just let myself <laughs> fall backwards <gasps> like that. I think that would be one of the greatest comedy moves. Not like falling into a tumble. I just want from straight 90-degree fall. So, like, basically what happens when somebody gets king hit, they fall down, they hit the curb, and they die. That, but comedy. Yeah, right? I just need something to protect my neck. <laughs> it's it's the it's the old it's the pie in the face routine. Yeah, right. But the earth is the pie. Yeah, and there's no pie. And there's no pie, and and the, your whole back is your face. And there's no routine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's you do it once, and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> but that's your you opener. Have, once you don't have, yeah, it's my opener, and then the rest is the body. Your body's like a plank. Yeah. I think even if you had little hairs all over your, your outfit that could catch you, right, and arrest your fall, mm -hmm. you're not in any way dealing with the, the head, your head and the whiplash, right, Yeah. that there's going to be. Because there's still, like, your body's going to decelerate over such a short distance, mm -hmm. like the length of one of those hairs, yeah. that your neck is still going to have to deal with, like, a huge flicking force. Yeah. And I think that your head will still hit the ground. Yeah. Right, how are you protecting the head? I was hoping that I could get my calf muscles strong enough yeah. that they could really control it just through flexing. You know, once I get to that point where my calves are touching the ground, I feel like they could maybe slow. But if you're falling like a plank, the point at which your <clears throat> calves are touching <clears throat> the ground is the point at which your head is touching the ground, unless you've got some insane calves. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about having yeah? some insane calves. Okay, well, then that might almost distract people from this whole, I'm going to call it a routine, even yeah. though there's no I'm routine. I'm only going to do it once. I'm only going to do it once. At no point is this going to become run-of-the-mill yeah. for anybody, <laughs> right? But... You're, you're going to come on a stage, people are going to, all they're going to be thinking about is these calves, which stick out way beyond, like, so. your ass. Maybe I'll need to wear flares. I think the ass could, I think the ass is an overlooked component. In the this, ass right? could save it, right? The ass could absolutely save it. Well, Although I mean, the ass being in the middle becomes a pivot point, right? That's and true, you're, yeah. You're going to seesaw on that ass. Mm, that's true. Really... If there were any part of the human body yeah. that we could get rid of and replace with a wheel or mm -hmm. two wheels, I think it's it would be the, the human ass. ass. We get rid of the human ass, or even we just. Is that what, is, what you're about to say is exactly what I was thinking. Can I just try and get. Alice, let you finish my thought. Okay. You slice into each ass and essentially create a wheel bay. Each ass, yes. Right? Officially on the podcast, the human ass is made up of two asses. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's right? like the hemispheres of the brain. Mm -hmm. Each hemisphere is its own brain. Yeah, the lips of the mouth, two lips. Mm -hmm. The ass is made of two asses. That's right. And then in the center, there's the ass hole, which mm. rules them all. <laughs> the one ring. The one ring yeah. that rules the two asses. <laughs> <laughs> Which are like right. two towers, two mountains. Yeah, if mm. you if you, they're, they're the two towers of Mount Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're offending everyone here. <laughs> you know, the two towers of Mount Doom. <laughs> All right, so you slice down the middle of each, or you carve a channel, really, or a trough in mm -hmm. the middle of each cheek, right? Yeah. And you, that becomes a wheel bay. Yeah. Right. For a, the, the axle sort of goes through, sort of out each side of the wheel into the ass cheek, mm -hmm. right? And now you want to ro drive around the town. You sit down on your ass, yeah, right. You pull your legs up, and that it balances you like a that's like a using segue. that Segway technology, yeah. and you just scoot around on your ass. Yeah, and it uses the ass fat as lubricant for the wheelbase. Not just lubricant, fuel and fuel. 
Never run out of fuel as long as you're eating loads of mm-hmm. stuff that would make your ass fat. Well, this is a good reason to have an ass that won't quit, right? That's right. And uh, <laughs> this is bringing in, this is the next evolution of whatever the technology was that we were using to get a, you know, you got a, you got a leg, you got, you got a lamp. We were mm-hmm. drilling a hole into the leg, sticking a wick in there and using the oil to, mm-hmm. uh, to power yeah. a lamp. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're we've taken this to the next level. We're refining that oil mm-hmm. and using it to power some kind of internal combustion engine type thing that sits within the wheel. Yeah, um, that's inside each arse cheek, and we're driving around. Right. Oh yeah, and I then you this could... is going to work so well. It doesn't have to even stick out that far past the curvature of the butt. I like that. Like it's only like mm-hmm. got a, like an inch. Yeah. Of protrusion, even less maybe. You know who's going to love this? People in wheelchairs, mm-hmm. because now suddenly you're saving thirty, forty thousand dollars on a chair. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now what you're going to pay for is the surgery oh, and pay, the ass. But, but their fuel conversion for them it's going to be the best because they won't. They pretend some of some of them at least won't be able to feel <laughs> all the pain. Right. Of, of yeah. sort of riding on the bumpy ground with your ass. So close to the ground. I feel like the, the will, there's also going to be there's going to be some changes to the mm. physiology of the ass, right? There's going to have to be. Sure. And I don't know whether the ass itself becomes rubberized in some way, so that like mm. we like we solidify the ass, it becomes more kind of like a rubber. So, the, but then you see, and that's the tra- every technology has trade offs. Yeah. Suddenly, ass loses its one of its main properties. It's grab. It's grabbiness, like it's it's grabbableness. Grabability. Grabability. Yeah. So you get a lower grabability, but you have a stronger sort of harder chassis mm. on which to <laughs> carry the um, the rest of the body around. And then you'll be able to sell people food, let's say regular mm. junk food, as high performance fuel. Mm. This is this is very exciting. Mm. And the body becomes its own refinery. Right, and and there's a there's an incentive to eat as much fat as you can. Sure, I just have a glass of olive oil. Yeah, that'll be that's sure. that's the Mediterranean diet version mm. of it. Mm. You pull up to the pump, mm-hmm. right? They've got the regular unleaded. Mm-hmm. They got the E10, and then they just got olive oil. Exactly. Right. On on coming out one of those squares, you stick that in your gob. Tell you what, you load up don't for ex- the rest of the trip down the freeway. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you should be allowed to go on the freeway. Of course, you can go on the freeway. You on there next to the big trucks. By the way, I think this would be quite safe because the way you'll be riding, in my mind, your legs are out in front of you, mm-hmm. right? So if there's anything you're going to crash into, you would just absorb that with the legs up, like well, sort of up there. And and a lot of the time, any little real trouble, you'll sort of like roll into a stand. You roll in. <laughs> you know, you put you put your feet yeah. down. It just kind of Lifts you up. We could yeah, probably yeah. even put that feature in there, a little bounce. Any resistance causes a, a butt bounce. So so say you're coming straight at a brick wall, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Now you bounce up into a standing position. You take that full in the face <laughs> well, like well, a man. Well, your legs come up, and then you run up the wall, do that backflip. Oh, man. This is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody's listening... Um, who's sort works of in, in biotechnology? Works in biotechnology and knows someone at the Segway. <laughs> someone in the Segway tech mm. field. But I mean, if they're manufacturing all these things everywhere, it seems like it's like the easiest thing to do is to make a platform that balances. Them. Sure, sure. So, and so if that's so easy, the fact that that is so easy is going to offset some of the difficulty mm. of carving it into the ass and putting a mm. an ass refinery. Yeah, and, and you'll often have to. Eat a whole bunch to get your ass, you know, relatively plump mm. in order right before you solidify it. Mm. You know, and then you get to decide how big you want that ass before. And, you, and that's like, you know, trying it out. You just you sit on it. You kind of go, oh, is this how high off the ground I want to be? You know, because I'll be spending a lot of time down here. This is mm. my new walking. You can even get your legs cut off if you want. I don't think you want to get your legs cut off because <laughs> I think that the legs form a, a significant portion of the balance component to this. No, oh, the machine's doing it. It's it's all in the uh, CPU. But I, I still think I I still think like structurally speaking you want to you want the legs to be out the front so that the the curve of the butt yeah right has still got to be in contact with the ground. So if 
if the sure. you know even if you if you cut your legs off mm. for that butt to be resting on the ground or mm. just above it because of the wheels you're going to have to be leaning back yeah right and then i don't think there's anything that the wheels can do well, to fix that unless you're traveling backwards at <laughs> unless, all times okay at a pretty high speed at a high speed <laughs> <laughs> Or you know what else, Dan? You brought me round. Yeah. I didn't think you, uh, this was going to work, but yeah, I'm totally on board now. What do you? What have you called this? Uh, at the moment, I've just called it ass wheels. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have Teddy. I'm, I'm going to ride yeah. your ass. Yeah. No, I am. And though. that's when you. That's when you give somebody a, a, you, you dink them. Yeah. So you, they get on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I just thought, what if you cut off? What if everybody cut off their legs and we just bring the tables down? Okay. You know, <laughs> are we still? Is this still in the arm? It doesn't of the even have to be in there. Everybody this cuts. This is just in a, in a legless. Like sort think of about. Scenario. Okay, let's say we just cut everything off at the knees. Okay, right. We so put you've still s- got little wiggle legs. Um. Yeah, you still got little wiggle legs. Mm-hmm. But we can get rid of adult tables. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to be kitty table from now on. Okay. This is one of those things. Like this is sort of like you know that um, that movie with Matt Damon, sure. Downsizing, right? Mm-hmm. Where they shrink everyone. Yeah. Because you use less resources. Yeah. Great idea. I should watch it. It's, it is a great idea. Apparently, the film's a little bit disappointing, right? But great idea, mm-hmm. but just not realistic, right? Shrinking but what people. Is, yeah, but what is within our mm, scope we, of achievability? Is cutting off our legs. Cutting off the legs at the knees. At the knees. At the knees, right? And now, what if you, you can still build smaller houses. Oh, yeah. Right? Doors and everything, that all comes down. Well, you can split a regular size house. Into a house for three people. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Okay, for three families. Every, every level, you just divide that in half. Yes. You got a one-story house. You got a two-story two house. house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cutting it off at the knees. Mm. That's look. Is that an idea? Do you think? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And it's ta- and maybe it, it references this da- Matt Damon movie about how unrealistic it is. Mm. So it's a it's a trailer for a new movie that directly criticizes a different movie for being mm-hmm. unrealistic and then goes into this particular riff. I mean, I do <laughs> think that like maybe that you know like you're not really halving everybody's height. You're reducing it by a maximum a quarter. Right? Not not at maximum. Maybe like maybe two fifths. At maximum two-fifths. Maximum two-fifths. Oh, but maybe you could... I mean, if you're cutting off at the knee, you could cut off above the knee, like a, a good, you know... I guess so, yeah. Three or four I guess you inches don't, you above don't... the knee. And then if all we're after is a little bit of wiggle... Yeah, but also I guess you could always just shave a tiny bit of skull off the top. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if we're making marginal gains here, yeah. we could shave a bit of skull off the you top. You know, just like it doesn't need to be that thick. Sure. If you want to keep a bit of extra leg, you can shave a bit off the top of the skull. Mm-hmm. right? But now what are we putting at the bottom of those legs? Are we just having a nub? Are well, we moving I... the feet up? Or are we slicing a hole through the leg, cr- trough, putting some wheels in there. Well, I think croc material. I guess okay. we, yeah, but you know that like that croc foam. Yeah. And just have that there and walking on clouds. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this from the croc people Are the croc people bringing this out? Oh, I think I think maybe I've heard Jonathan Schuster say that. What about what about Just the walking on walking on crocs is like walking on clouds. Yeah, I've never worn crocs. They're very comfortable. I wonder if I mean they, 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 but they really haven't gone beyond the footwear, right? There's no, like, the croc. They're not going. There's no croc jacket using that technology. Not yet. But soon. <gasps> a full croc material outfit. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the croc pants. Yeah. I mean, those would be, you wouldn't even have to iron those, right? I don't think. <laughs> I think they'd be crinkle free. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of a, like a foamy outer layer, and and because there's so much air in there, everything is so light. Is this is this like body armor? Is this a kind of? Bo- I mean, it's, I don't know what the it breathab- is like body armor. Yeah. Well, the breathability on the Crocs comes from the holes, right? They're full of holes. Sure, I guess you could have holes in this one. I guess I guess this is also full of holes, mm. right? And people find that sexy. Sure. People find like holding, you know, a little bit of holes. They don't want to see everything. Fishnet Nobody... stockings. Yeah, fishnet stockings are hot. Hmm. Why not? Sort of a, a sort croc of like, net stocking. Yeah, or like a it's like a what's that thing that you strain pasta through? Colander. A colander <laughs> net. Uh, a pasta net shirt. <laughs> Business shirt. 
pasta net pants. I think that it'd be interesting to see what this level of grip, like having that level of grip mm. all over your body would allow you to do as well. Because do you think that because in, in sort of polite society, we don't tend to try and grab at each other that much, but do you think with the, the access to more grippiness, we might start using it more? I think it's one of those things like the iPhone. Mm. You know, you bring out the iPhone, you don't quite know what people are going to do with it, but you're like, here's an interesting technology. Mm. And people will start to take advantage of it. And I think having a body that's all grippy all the way over mm -hmm. would be really intriguing, right? Like mm. I imagine now, for example, that when you go riding on a horse, you won't need a saddle. Like when you go riding oh, yeah. on an elephant, I can imagine you could just sort of, you could probably hang off the side of the elephant a lot more effectively. Yeah. You could hang off the side of a, a train, a speeding train. Well, I mean, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to start a path towards more human grippiness, mm. you know, which will include sort of more suction cups maybe, more, you know, like more yes. of those like rubbery things that you have that you put on, you know, at the bottom of the shower so you don't mm, slip over. Non-slip mats, yeah. Non-slip mats. Things like that, and then suddenly imagine that non-slip all over you. Mm. I I am the non-slip. Nothing Matt. can slip. Non-slip, Matthews. If, if you you know, if water lands on you, it doesn't wash away. It sticks to you. Is that how that works? Well, imagine, I guess that would be ultimate friction. Ultimate friction would not allow even, even allow water even can't. water would escape. <laughs> like water off the opposite of a duck's back. Yes. A crock. A cro <laughs> Yeah. I guess it's like a sponge off a sponge's back, mm. but you don't want it to. You don't want it to be absorbed. You want no, it to just. No, it just it just stays there it somehow. It stays. <laughs> it's from grip, <laughs> strong grip. <laughs> but now, now we're in this point where we're like, we just put this on our bodies to have grip, mm. but now we've got it on our bodies and we're covered in water. That just doesn't doesn't get off. Well, do you think we might get slippery? Well, I think that'll make it's going to ultimately make us more slippery. But hey, that's interesting. Mm. Right? That's an interesting direction to go. But what are we going to slip super on? Slippery. Oh, but, right? yeah. We run, we dive, we slide. Oh, because you know, like it's like if you have, let's say, marbles on the ground, mm. right? It's that that's kind of like the marbles act as the as mm. the lack of friction, even though you're the marbles are on pavement, which is. You know that's Quite not slippery. Grippy. You're under your shoes. That's that's it was rubber. That's not mm. that's grippy. You know what we've become? What? Like a snail, or a, or a slug, oh. right? We're now now we're covered in this liquid, right? Now we can slide around like a slug. Oh, because we're protected. We're protected. You know, because at the moment we've got this sort of slippery skin, but it's very vulnerable to sliding on pavement. Well, I mean. It feels like there's a there's an improvement that could be made here in the human physiology. Again, we're doing a fair bit of work on the human body today, but we already have pores. Yeah. We already have sweat, right? So I don't see why there can't be some sort of additive or something I can take that turns that sweat that I'm doing anyway into a snail-like slime. Sure. Right? It must be possible to, uh, you know, even if you have to modify my genome slightly, Right, that I can now I can now do this, mm -hmm. and it could be a thing that you can switch on and off. Like you can sw switch off on and off that really bad smelling sweat that you get when you're about to go into a job interview. You know how to turn that off? How, well, well, the body can somehow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, I don't, I can't do it consciously. So it's also like pre cum, say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking for like a. Okay, like so a this is you know how sometimes they'll take. Uh, a, uh, a bit of the genetic material from a, uh, a jellyfish and they'll put it into a fox so they can the fox can glow in the dark. Yeah. Right? And what I want them to do is to take a little bit of the genetic material from the dick yeah. right? and then put that into the sweat glands. Well, the pre-cum gland and then put that in the sweat gland. In the sweat gland, right? So and then you now, have a pre come sweat gland. Yeah, and just all over my body, mm. right? And now, mm -hmm. maybe not when I'm aroused. No. But maybe, right? W whatever the scenario is where it's useful, mm -hmm. I can now just produce that pre-cum. Yep. And it's not gross. I don't know. Of course not. But it could, like, help. Let's say you're at a park and it's one of those slides that doesn't really slip properly yeah, for you. They haven't worked out the <laughs> angle or, or yeah. maybe you're... The material is too grippy sure. or they've made it for kids so that they don't 
you know, slide and hurt themselves and stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. You strip down. <laughs> no. Now. <laughs> in this context, right? In this down. children's playground, this playground that we've established has been designed for children. <laughs> you strip down mm-hmm. and then you ooze yes. on command. And then you slide very fast yeah. into the, the bark, the yeah. sort of wood chips on the, <laughs> the ground. Wood chips on the ground, dude. Yeah. And then, and now, you, and then a and woman comes grippy. up to me and says, what, what's going on? This is disgusting. You're naked in the children's playground and covered in what appears to be cum. I say, no, it's pre-cum. It's pre-cum. And also I'm wearing wood chips. Yeah. I was only nude for the very slightest of times when I was far away from everybody. Now I'll on just roll around. I'm coated in wood chips. Yeah. Oh, so wood can't be clothes. Oh, you can't eat wood. You can't wear it as clothes. Mm. Jeez, people. And scene. <laughs> have we, have we, is there, is there. Wait, but where were you going with wanting to be to, slippery? To be really slippery? Yeah. I'm just, it's again, it's just another feature. It's like, it's an option that I'd like to have. Well, right? it could, it could, you know, like this, this croc sort of phase that heads towards grippiness mm. could start a counterculture You're right. that goes towards slipperiness. Yeah. Yeah, right? the slips and the grips. <laughs> the right? slips v grips. It's an arms race of a sort. Mm-hmm. Right? I imagine the police are the ones who are super grippy because they want to catch people. Yeah. Right? Or like it's 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 some sector mm. of society that's trying to control people. Yeah. But then those who are like the rebels, right? Mm-hmm. Who want to be real slippy. Yeah. Right? So that they can run free mm-hmm. and evade capture, yeah. And so then, and then I think over time we'd probably evolve into two quite different species mm-hmm. who cohabitate, yeah, right. But it'll maybe be... don't get in each other's way. But that's just yeah. You know. But for now, it'll kind of be like Star Wars. Mm. But instead of the Force, it'll be like the goo <laughs> or the ooze. <laughs> the ooze, yeah, and. <laughs> And you know the, the the sort of the empire will be the grippy, mm. and, the, and the rebels will be will be the slips, the slips yeah. and the grips, the slips v grips. <laughs> <laughs> I think so often yeah. we see these movies where the dichotomy that plays out between the two different sides, the good and the evil, is yeah. one sort of about authoritarianism mm. or something like that. But I, this one's going to be much more tactile. Yeah, you know? I mean, and it, and it doesn't but have to be a metaphor. those who want to grab and those who don't want to be grabbed. Exactly. I mean, it's not that far from... It's it's almost bordering on being a, a metaphor, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like those who are rigid and, and mm-hmm. you know, and those who are a bit loosey-goosey mm. and like to, you know, have a bit of fun. Have a slime and good time. Yeah. One of them, the catchphrase is going to be, it's slime time. Oh, so that's right. good. Which ones it, do you think? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave. I'll, I'll, I'll surprise you. You got to see the film. Yeah. I don't want to give it away now, right? Maybe we'll mm. see that line in the uh, in the trailer, but we won't see who's saying it. But think about this. You know, the slips, right? Their mode of public transport will be they can just have sort of water slidey type things. Mm. Oh, for sure. They go from building to building or through town, and you can just climb. You just have to climb some stairs. Yeah. Go up there and then get a little bit of speed <laughs> up. Yeah. And you're you're off. Down the oh, like that you can get to you slide right into your desk at work. Down the slipway. Yeah. Ah, oh, whereas the gripping people, what are they going to do? Well, just grab the outside of some vehicle. Mm. I, I mean, guess. they have the advantage; they can like climb up the outside of buildings and stuff. That's I imagine. That's true. Yeah. Right. And I guess if you make those buildings drive down a highway. Yes. Then that's a form of public transport. All right. What about this? <laughs> Right, this is my new idea for mm-hmm. trains. Yeah. Because what we do at the moment with trains is we make them really, really long. Mm-hmm. Right, but that takes up quite a lot of space. What if we made the trains really, really high? Yeah. Right, just, <laughs> mm-hmm. just you know, four quite close together little wheels at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then the train is like I don't know, like fifty, hundred meters tall, like scooting this. around. Is it one person thick? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's well, there's got to be room to oh, climb to up climb, the ladder course, yeah, or whatever yeah. to find your seat mm. or. You know, just cling on to whatever. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But this will allow us to get more trains because they actually have double-decker trains in um, in Sydney. 
don't know, know if you've seen this. Oh, don't know well, if you've been there. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like, not all of us have had the opportunity to work up in there. And that sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I got the call a couple of, couple of years ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, but we also, we have single-decker trains here in Melbourne. But, I mean, who's looking into the triple-decker, quadruple-decker, right? And then the mm -hmm. higher you go, the more trains you can pack onto the line. This is, mm -hmm. this is where we're headed, right? Yeah. If we're going to medium-density housing, we're going to... Medium, medium density, density training. Training. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this could also go into cars. This could, I mean, we've got the double-decker bus. bus. There's probably a triple-decker bus out there. There's got to be a double-decker car. Is there a single, you know, is there a single car know, out there? I don't know if there is a single double-decker car. I've never. This I've is never, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> is there. A, Has no one looked into this? There must be a double-decker car. Probably a van. Can double. I Google it? Yeah. Is that something that we do on? I mean, we've never. I mean, we've look. Never I imagine. For I imagine there's probably a double decker van, and surely someone's but, but on a double you, decker. But you, you are just a double decker car. Yeah. Like you know, a mini. Think about that. It'd only be the, the the height of a regular car. A double decker car. I'm not seeing much. <gasps> oh my I'm seeing gosh. cars on top of other cars. No. No, this is not at all what I'm talking about. People have. Nobody's done this, Alistair. Nobody's done a double-decker car? we got to stop the podcast right now. And go build a car? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of weird sort of things. It looks like people have screwed some stuff together or whatever. But I'm not seeing anything that's um, a genuine, you know, household. A consumer vehicle. Yeah. Um, Just like a little ladder inside it. Yeah, a ramp. I mean, I feel like the ladder could even be outside, <coughs> right? And you climb up. Oh, sure. Or you vault up or something like that. Like a fire escape? Yeah. This may, this could be the solution for... Um, I mean, I'm going to write it down. We don't have a sketch for it yet. But a double-decker car? I think, I, think this, I think this is the sketch, right? <laughs> that, that there hasn't been a double-decker car invented? There hasn't been a double-decker car. I mean, how unimaginative are we as a people? Oh, I know. We've, we can only think of cars in terms of a single deck. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Um, what about a half-deck car? Or is that a motorbike? I just, I don't, I don't think that's possible. I don't. What? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Even. Well, like I don't even. I don't think. I don't think you can put the term half deck in front of anything, and it'll make sense. Okay, half deck of cards. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I like, as I was halfway through my sentence, I knew I knew where I was going, and I knew how flawed it was. And I was like, look, I'll just say it. And and hopefully Alistair is like way dumber than I'm giving him credit for. Um, <laughs> you disappoint me again, Alistair. Anyway, I've got to close this window. I'm looking at all these double decker buses, and that's not that's not helping me. My house only has half a deck of cards in it. <laughs> no. Um, it's not finished building no. the deck. But then oh, also right. a, a half deck car could be a car with just. You know, you've got the, the you know the, the the driver's seat and the ground and then all that, mm. and then the passenger seat. There's just no ground underneath it. Oh yeah, yeah. There's then, no deck. Mm. We don't we don't actually ever talk about the car's deck, the deck of the car. That's right. But I mean, you know, we Wash talk about the deck, it, we talk know? about a double decker bus, but mm. we and 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 by by deduction, yeah, it's obvious that a, a standard car is a single decker car. Yeah, but deduction. Deduction, thank you. Deduction. De de <laughs> but there's no um, why not both? Deduction. Thank you. <laughs> you never know that you're mm. my hero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do, do, everything I wish I could be. You actually have a beautiful voice, Alistair, and I think you're Andy, wasted. And it is such a beautiful voice. <laughs> You're right. 
I don't know if he believes me. Andy, you've complimented my voice more than anyone, and I, <laughs> and I want to believe it, but I, I can't one hundred percent trust your opinion <laughs> because it doesn't feel like you're right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, all right. Is, uh, and I appreciate it. And no, I, know. I mean there is there there are issues. Right, Thanks. associated with my ability to tell what is good. Great. Especially in music. And I'll admit that. But, like, if the world... Okay, Alastair, I want you to know yeah. that if you and I, if everyone else died, yeah. right, maybe while we're in the booth there's some <gasps> sort of an accident and you and I are the only people in the world. Yeah. And, and you know, we then get to decide what is good. Yeah. W- I will go like on the record and I like I will give the casting vote or whatever to decide that you have the most beautiful voice. Like like in, and, in, and then if we were able to somehow restart really nice. society, just you and me. Yeah. Right? I don't know how. But we'll find a way using tubes. Right? Oh yeah. And uh, then it will be part of like the new concept of music, but it will be one based around the idea where you have a beautiful voice. Okay, right. well, that's great. Well, I love the idea of starting music again based around mm. my voice and, and hopefully you could contribute to some of it. This is the most exciting thing about yeah. starting a new society is that you do get to decide what's good. Yeah, and can I say that you will become the sort of the... Best uh, dancer? The best. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. You can be best dancer. And also, I think you can decide... What rhythm is? Oh, wow. whatever, whatever oh, wow. you, whatever you create as rhythm. Alistair, that, I am, that, I'm getting flushed here. This becomes, is very exciting. That becomes music's new so time I, signatures. So I would be, I would be the person with the best rhythm, rhythm by definition. That's right, and you would actually define what the rhythms are. This because we don't talk about this, but like when you go and start a new colony on a new world, mm. right? When we finally do you know, slip the surly bonds of gravity and mm-hmm. take our place amongst the stars and live, you know, um, you know, in the Andromeda galaxy or whatever. Right? Or maybe yeah. on that super Earth that they discovered. Oh, right? I think it'll be good. The people who land on that planet first yeah. are going to get to decide what is good, mm. right? And so, you know, yeah. one of those people can be like, that. what you do, that's what dancing is now. Yeah. And... You know, you can't argue with that. No. Right? And future Hopefully there's generations, no videos or anything like that left over from... Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Right? Because they weren't there. That's right. <laughs> 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 they were there. Anyway. I think that's, I think that's great. Um, you, can, you, can, you can call all of that stuff... Um, you know what this is? Oh, my is, God, Alistair. What? No, I just had a revelation. But you can you can say all that stuff, like all the evidence of dancing of you know, if there are videos or whatever kind mm. of record, you can say that that's the work of the devil or that's trickery. Yeah, or that's trying to dancing. lead you astray. Exactly. We 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 leave that behind us. Right. But then that made me think that maybe um all humanity did come from a different um planet. Right. And then mm. say the Bible is the is the one correct religion. Sure just for the sake of argument, mm. right? Maybe it was just like a, a sort of a, a way of explaining away, um, you know, messages from the old society that we used to live in or something, you know. Like, yeah. uh, you know, you would invent the concept of God and concept of the devil as a way to, like, make people... Forget about the great dancing we used to do. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, this idea doesn't make as much sense as I'd hoped it but, would when it was just inside my head. But I think the idea... I mean, look, I think <laughs> that, that does make sense, Andy. I think the Bible and everything was invented to create a, a, a unified in type of In many ways, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in many ways, I haven't said anything at all. No, you haven't said anything wrong. Um, but then, But I think, you know, people landing on a new earth mm. and deciding what the new things are, I think that could be a sketch. Yeah. Alistair, that's what I want to hear. Thank you. I mean, on the new world, we'll get to decide what's a sketch. So that'll absolutely be a sketch. Andy, I think this podcast has become a new world in In which which our definition of what a sketch (laughs) is probably wouldn't translate into the regular world. (laughs) 
a thing that we've discovered on many an occasion. Yeah. When we've tried to convince somebody to make one of these sketches. Yeah. It's not, I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm, I'm being a bit harsh towards there. But like, it's okay. But this is a, this is a, what this is, right? Is this is a little potting room, you know? If you've got a farm and you want to grow seedlings, what you have is you have a little potting room, nice place where it's nice and it's warm mm-hmm. and it's sun. And it's not like the world outside. No. But you can get give the little um, the little seeds what they need, a little bit of good, good little bit of dirt, mm-hmm. good little bit of light, good little bit of um, water, right? Mm-hmm. Just to start sprouting like that. Yes. Right? It's the original safe space, the potting room. Yes. My grandmother right. used to have one. A safe space? Yes, and mm. hands for potting. Mm. Yes, hand. <laughs> Is that what you were doing there? Hands. <laughs> um, you know, nobody's come up with a new version of Correctamundo for a really long time, Alistair. You're right. Like a thing to agree with people. Mm. You know, we used to have fun with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we I used think to it was say, a jazz guy who might have started talking like that. Really? Yeah. I always imagine it was just something from Seinfeld. Correctamundo. Correctamundo. But maybe not, right? Well, that was me trying to do Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction when he's probably got that cup from the Big Kahuna Burger and he's mm. drinking. Can I have a drink to wash this down? He asks, you know, he's asking if he's Marcellus Wallace is a bitch and then somebody gives an answer and then he says, Correctamundo. Does he really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like a cool thing to say. But that's why it's cool. Oh, I see. Mm. Cool is not being cool. Well, especially while when you're being, being thre- Samuel L. While Jackson. Being threatening. <laughs> <laughs> Being lame whilst being threatening is, mm. is like, well, I'm lame and you can't say anything. Mm. Yeah. I guess the the coolest person in the world really is the person with the biggest gun. Exactly. Right? Like, so. like, like, like in the context of, say, you're all in a room, mm. somebody pulls out a gun, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's instantly that's the coolest person there mm-hmm. because you can't. What are you going to do? Call them a dweeb? Unless there's a Make person. Make fun of their socks? Unless there's somebody there who With doesn't have guns. a gun. Oh, yes. But isn't afraid of the gun. Yeah, but they'll get shot, right? And now you're back down to just one cool guy with a gun. Yeah. But first, that person has to kill the person with the gun. And as long as they don't use their power, mm. that other person is the coolest. Yeah, you're right. You're right. How did they kill them? With the gun. Oh, right. Well, I'm confused. doesn't matter. Uh, This happens a lot. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah, but I just think think that we should come up with some more. Okay. That's all. all. Okay, so Um, so it needs to be uh, the answer to something where it's like, I, that is right, mm, like that. mm. Okay, so right, correct. I agree. Mm. Well, that's... I agree that that is the right answer. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, maybe this is too hard to agree, Amondo. Oh, we did it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, I apologize that I don't have uh, no, one for you right I now. No, I really put you on the spot there. And, it's okay. Um, it, I think what it it seemed like correct Amondo was such an obvious one that it would be easy to come up with more. But what we're discovering is that it's a lot harder than it looks like. Well, Mundo. Mm. is the Spanish word for world. Right. Um, and then a uh, is just a. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So, and correct is the word. So, uh, right. A globe o. Eh? Yeah, we could, we, could, we could go for a different vowel. Mm. E, correcti, and then go for another language. What's another, fr- you know, French? Mm-hmm. Mond. Right. Tear. <laughs> tear. We did it. Mm-hmm. It's sounding a little bit like righty there. Righty little... there. <laughs> righty all righty there. Yeah. All righty then. <laughs> we did it. We got one. All righty then. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm so sorry for that. It's okay. That feeble fodder. You know, Andy, you were making us, you were giving us ideas. Now, do you think we need to go three words from a listener? Yeah, I think that'd be great. I think okay. there's no better time. Well, Andrew, the three words today come from 
Patreon supporter, Brendan French. Brendan, thank you. Thank you, French Brendan. Mm. And Brendan has a message in here that I think we also probably need to get out to our listeners. So the three words, I'll tell you what they are. Yes. 200. That's written out. Sketches. Foreboding. So 200 is one word. Yeah, well, it's written with the letters. Oh, the numbers. With the numbers. Yeah, you know? yeah. So oh, that's a really good workaround you've yeah. got there, uh, Brendan. Mm-hmm. 200 sketches foreboding. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Because there's a 200th episode coming up in what, four episodes or three mm. episodes? Mm. And we're going to have to do 20, at least 20 hours of pod. Yeah, we were debating earlier today. Like, I, Well, maybe we could open up the books and people can place bets <clears throat> on how long they think it's going to take us to get to, to 200 sketches. Because sure. I, okay, well, the plan is we're going to start at 6 o'clock in the morning. On Saturday the 7th of okay. September. So it'll actually be recorded... Australian time. Australian time, yeah. But it'll be recorded like a week before... It's just that like we can't. I think I think it'll probably be actually released on the sixteenth or seventeenth or something like that. Yeah. But we have to record it that weekend because it's the only weekend free. But we will also be streaming it. It will be live streamed. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to tune in. Okay. We mm-hmm. probably won't be checking the live stream or interacting we'll be... with it anyway because we'll be in full blown mental breakdowns <laughs> from about. Three hours in. Yeah, and then okay. trying to focus and just trying to get this done so that we can go back to our families. Correct. But my prediction is that we will go well into the second day. Like I pic- I'm picturing <laughs> we won't wrap this up before midday on the Sunday. But yeah. Alistair thinks that we're going to finish, you said 4 a.m. I think 4 a.m. on the Sunday. So I think about 22 my hours. My God, I hope you're right. Okay, when we did the 100 sketch episode, it came in at 11 hours. Yeah, like 11 hours. 17 through. minutes yeah, or yeah. something like that. Right. But, um, man, I'm, my, my, my thought is that because we will be slowing down so hugely. Sure. When I did the senior Hobart Yacht Race, Alistair. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know. It's always did, about this race. Did most of it in three days mm. and then spent like eight hours going about two kilometers up the Derwent River because all the rain, all the, all the wind. Not rain. Yeah, no. Boats aren't powered by rain, but maybe they could be, oh. right? Maybe if the sails, instead of being a sideways scoop like that, were like a vertical scoop coming down, sort of like the letter J, like a flat yes. or an L, right? A lowercase mm-hmm. L with that little curve. Mm-hmm. And then the rain comes down mm-hmm. and then shoots out the back, right? You've got yourself a rain-powered boat. Sure. Uh, anyway, if anyone wants to build one of those... Mm. Um, also, at different, t- different times during the 200th episode, um, we're, I think we could just start using loads of three words, oh, suggestions. Oh, man, if we need a little boost, you know, that could be the thing that gets us through. So, so if you haven't, if, like, anybody who's sent some through in the past, we'll be using those. But if you want to send some more through, uh, I can get, just have a big list in front of us and I can just keep crossing them off throughout Send the- them in. Send them in. We'll, like, maybe we'll have a thing where like, we'll remind ourselves every hour mm-hmm. right, that we should check the words. Right, if we need something yeah. to kick us into gear. Also, we're going to have a lot of guests in. Yeah, we're going to be bringing back a lot of faves, probably. Yeah, got to start booking people, Alistair. Yeah, we got to start booking people because we're going to need a long list, long list of names. Sure thing. Right, people to come in at three a.m. Oh get yeah, us through the midnight shift. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Beck will still be up at that time. Oh, that's true. She that's never just sleeps. Her normal hours. Yeah. Right. Oh, she's she's good. She's yeah. good energy. All right, but now we also have to come up with a sketch idea based off of Brendan's uh, warnings mm. and you know, uh, well, two hundred sketch foreboding. The mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to my mind is the idea that you know, much like everybody has the a a uh, a finite number of heartbeats. Mm. In their lives, what if you only had a finite amount of art in you? Right? Yeah, right. So, so you're an artist, and say you you only have two hundred sketches, mm. right? And you know, as you're approaching that that deadline, like the pressure is on to make the sketches more and more more meaningful, and maybe you'll postpone that last one for as long as you can, but then you'll just be overtaken with the urge to create mm. and hang the consequences. You'll be forced to sketch something. Oh yeah, and then you die. Well, what I mean, think of, I could become a one hundred sketch artist. 
you know, and I go into being into art. So, you know, a lot of art just seems endless, mm, right? That's true. I mean, this is why people like the the artists who are self-destructive, right, who, you know, drink themselves to death or do a lot of heroin mm. and die young because, it, you know, puts some limit on it, right? And, mm-hmm. then it, and then they're out and then you're like, you know, they're not making any more of these. Yeah. Because he's dead. Well, I could do that too. I could become the 100 sketch artist. Yes. And just do 100 paintings. That's all I'm ever gonna do. That's all I'm ever gonna do, and I'm quitting. This is like this is like Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? This is what makes Bitcoin so valuable is the limited nature of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they're not making well, they're making more, but very slowly. Yeah. So this, right? You're saying it doesn't, and this is this is so good, Alistair, yeah. Yeah. because it doesn't matter if your things are very good or not. Mm. The very fact that you've told people this is all there's ever going to be, yeah. you've created scarcity. That's what you need for yeah. the value to to skyrocket. So just to add an element to this, it's a society in which an artist can't do any more than 100 paintings. Or whatever type of work. Or whatever type of work, sculptures or whatever. But it's 100 units of art. Yes. Okay. But added into that so that the society has enough people who are functioning and doing jobs that add mm. to society, uh, it's a bit of a Logan's Run thing. And if you hit 100, yes, you get taken to a room and die. You die. Yeah. Okay, great. Does Is it then that everybody has to do 100 units of art in their lives? Mm-hmm. Does that help us in any way? Well. Or not? Well, I mean, maybe everybody has to do 50. Okay. <laughs> you have to do 50 by the time you're 30. Yep. And then you have 49 more that you can do if you want to not die. And then you can keep living on, but don't do too much art. We don't want it to have, you know, you, we want mm. there to be a limit so that you're not just wasting resources and time. This is time. kind of a very relevant to me, it feels like, at the moment, because I've got a lot of... Because I get a lot of drawings that my kids have done at daycare and that sort of thing mm-hmm. coming home from daycare. We do a lot of drawings at home. Mm-hmm. And already the volume is just too much to handle. Sure. Right? And that they are... Uh, and, 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 and I love them all, and it makes me almost cry thinking about them mm. or thinking about getting rid of some of them. But I have had to get rid of some of them. Oh, my God. Just because it's, there's just too much. You haven't right? thought about getting those huge metal drawers? I guess I could start preserving some of them in mm. huge metal drawers. But, you know, if my kids had some sense of urgency that, like, they, you know... Then I'd know. Oh, that you're only going to do a hundred of these. I'm going to keep. I'm, I can keep all of them now. Yeah. Because one day my kids aren't going to want to keep them, or their kids certainly aren't going to want to keep them. Or like a few generations down, you know, we'll all be dead, and they'll just. What's going to happen to all this art I've been keeping? Hmm. Well, I guess it'll, it'll feed sort of all the bugs that take over our homes after we've all died and stuff. Uh, yeah. Those bugs appreciate art. Yeah. Um. But. Now we kind of have this sort of half idea here. Is it mm. can? Is there a way to make it funny and more of a sketch? Mm. Um, I don't know. Um, what if it was ten works of art? Okay. Yes, a little bit more interesting. What if it's one? Right. Let's heighten it. Okay. Or mm. or what if it's this? That it's a system wherein. Just because there is so much art, mm. the, the the government does start to in, introduce caps, basically, on art, yeah. like you would on carbon emissions or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and they have to keep lowering the cap, right, to mm-hmm. the point where you are only like, you know how everyone says you owe, everyone, everyone has one painting in them? Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all you have. That's all you're allowed to have. And then what do we have? Well, it's like kind of like a China's one child pol- well, policy. Well, there's no other, there's no actually no other currency. Right. right. So that's why you put a limit on it because you can't keep printing money. Yes. Right. And money has no inherent value. And we we don't have and we don't have any other jobs to do because robots mm. are doing all those now. All so <laughs> art is the whole currency. Yes. This is very good. Right. And then and then and then the value of each piece of art is sort of subjective. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can still exchange. You know. You want to buy something, you have to present them with a certain number of works of art, mm-hmm. and they, uh, you, you want to buy a chicken, right? You go through <laughs> your collection, your art collection, you find like mm-hmm. 
a few sketches or whatever you, that you think add up in value to. Mm. Um, <laughs> but you only have five or whatever you can do, right? No, well, I think I think we still have all the art that's ever been made, and then each individual oh, because because we yeah. want to we want to control inflation. People aren't allowed to make more art. That's right. Or like you're only allowed to make a very oh, so limited number. So your families number. pass down all the art that they yeah. collected from the other people and things yeah. like that. And we're all trying to swap it for chickens. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we don't we don't work or anything, but we want chickens. <laughs> It's an art and chicken based society. But also, there's also this thing that let's say if you were like, let's say you are like, you do make your first painting mm. and people love it. Yeah. People are like, they want more. And so then they'll raise your status. You mm. know, you'll be like, oh, this person's great, you know, and we want to hang around with him because he might do another artwork mm. that's really great. And then we'll be able like to that. take it off them. Yeah, or whatever, you know. And then, but then when you get to four or five, you know, the, your limit. Suddenly, or once you do your limit, your fifth one, mm. you're still perceived as great, mm. but you're not going to create any more greatness. So you're going to start, you know, lowering in people's value mm. to you, their usefulness to them. You know, I, th- 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 what this would mean, right, is that at the end of each news report, mm-hmm. there would be instead of the finance, it would be the art report, right, and we and there'd be information like there's been a run of. Um, some uh, some negative tweets about impressionism from the director of the National Gallery have massively reduced the uh, the value oh, yeah. of uh, many of the old masters. Mm. You know, and then and suddenly everyone's everyone's trying to get rid of all their 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 works of impressionism because they they they've bottomed yeah. out. Yes. Mm, yeah. Andy, I think we found the most hilarious version of this. <laughs> I think it's definitely something. Right? It doesn't feel like necessarily something you can easily do in a, like a, like a small sketch. But if you were the sort of person who's inclined to sort of introduce the idea of an entire channel or maybe a whole new um, internet given over to, to one particular sketch, we, we could broadcast this as like an ongoing piece. Right? I that think, never ends. I think this would be... Um this would be a good sketch in our in our new show where we come up with five high concepts for mm. things, mm. really abstract things. I think this. I think it's going to be really funny, Alistair. Mm. Great, I love that. Thank you. Should I take yeah. us through the today's sketches? Yes, I'd love that. Thank you. We got the. It's the a new teddy outfit that um, that you wear. And it's covered in tiny little legs and you become like an little, amoeba. Little hairs and it carries you away like mm. uh, ants carrying away uh, food at, from a picnic. And that's a new mode of transport that yes. we have in the cities. And there's just the lay down lane in walking, so footpaths and stuff like that. It's just people laying there and they watch the people walk by who walk by on their regular legs like suckers. And 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 you won't, um, and you won't uh, hear this if you listen to your own brain, you'll hear this sound mm-hmm. when they're walking away. Absolutely. And, and then you'll also be going. And then, okay, then we got ass wheels. Yeah. <laughs> well, another... no, what we're talking about are really good <laughs> modes of transport what we're talking about that great... are easy sketches to make. <laughs> yeah. And it's. Um... It's just a new society. I mean, it's still the same society. We don't have to change all of society. I don't think society will change that much. <laughs> Everyone will just have, you know, a big scoop carved out of their butt cheeks. Yeah. There'll be a self-powered wheel inside yeah. each ass cheek, and you'll just sit down on your butt and scoot around. You'll yeah. be boot scooting. Exactly. This will be the new boot scoot. Or butt scooting. Butt scut. Yeah, butt scut. That's great. Uh, and then we got... People who watched the um, Matt Damon movie where they people got shrunk down, they said that's not practical. Well, we can do a similar thing by cutting up, every, cut, cutting everybody off at the knees. Yes, and then we don't need as much wood to Why build. Why so table many of our heights. sketches involve body modification? I don't know, Andy. I I feel like I have nothing to do with that. I and can't. So I you really got you got to search within yourself and see, yes, Andy. Sir. Why are you not happy? With what you have. Well, what I have you been very, blessed with? It's very clear. <clears throat> and then we got croc outfit. Yes. And the croc outfit is a un, it's, it's, it's an outfit that you don't have to iron. It's very light. It acts like armor. But what it's begun is this new world of <clears throat> grippy clothing. Mm. 
And then that introduces a sort of an arms race between them and the slippy people. That's right. It creates an arms race between the slippery people and the grippy people. Because people, it was the, the slippery people started as a counterculture in response to the grippiness of clothing. Mm. And everybody's striving for more grip. And in that context, to slide is a rebellious act. That's right. And, it, and, it, and you become free and you're not stuck anywhere. You can glide along the pavement or through tubes. Mm. Um, so then we have the slips versus grips, which I guess is what we were just talking about. But that's I've written it down as oh, a, separate a separate thing. idea. But I mean, I guess the Croc outfit is <laughs> is a real stands se- alone. Stands doesn't it? alone. Yeah. Um, then we have double decker car. And yes. We can't believe that it hasn't <laughs> it been invented yet. I mean, it's crazy. Um, then we've got landing on a new world, and you get to decide what everything is. It's been. Let's say this: these, these people have been traveling for 50 generations. Mm. And they arrive at this, at this uh, second Earth, and it's uninhabited. They're like, bonus, mm. like that. We get to decide what everything is. You very quickly, when you're establishing a new society, have to decide what's good, mm. right? And I, think, I, and I think it would be, it would literally, it, it's so arbitrary. I mean, what's good in most forms of expression doesn't really matter. You just got to decide what it is. That's right. So people know what they're working towards. So you just have an open town hall session where everyone's like, "Okay, now we're going to decide what's good. What's a good? What's a good f- flavor?" Yeah. Right? And people just shout stuff out, and we'll be like, "That's the best one. That's the best flavor." Okay. That's great. Yeah. But you also, the... how in our current society, everyone knows what's the best flavor. Well, I mean, <laughs> what is it? It's probably like artificial peach. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You don't think chocolate? I mean, chocolate's pretty good, but artificial peach. It's no artificial peach. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what artificial peach or tastes artificial like. Artificial grape. I mean, I guess I could tell you it tastes like peach, but mm. artificial grape is quite a good flavor. You know, like those peach-flavored iced teas? Mm. That's yeah. not like real peach I flavor, right? I guess it's probably not real peach flavor. Yeah. i tell you what is a good flavor. Um... Those uh, those natural confectionery company. Yeah. Whatever the purple ones are, are those. That'd be grape, so, probably. No, it's like black currant. Might be black currant. That's a good flavor. Oh, black currant's a great flavor. Yeah. Should we decide on the next planet? That's the best flavor. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, great. And then we have alt uh, the art culture, uh, where all art is money, mm. and you can only have. Make five. Yeah. And you don't carry around a wallet. You carry around your... A portfolio. A portfolio of works. That's yes. right. So that you can buy chickens. <laughs> I think the chicken's the most plausible part of the entire thing. I don't know why the chicken is the thing that we just... Well, I mean, to... we know that there's a world behind this where, you know, where for some reason humans no longer need to work and it's mm. all recreation mm. and art. And what do you need for that? Chicken. Chicken. Well, cockfights. It turns out cock, <laughs> oh, wow. cockfighting is the only thing that we really enjoy now. And so we have to make art so that we can buy chickens so they can give birth to male chickens. When they were having the open town hall session and said, okay, and what do we consider to be like a healthy, humane sport for the entire family? Somebody shouted out, cockfighting. But because... We- we were so we had to because had so little time to decide these things because we have a, we have a system of whatever the first thing is is yes. the thing that we're stuck with. Well, one of the first questions we 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 asked was, and what will be the thing that we're stuck with? And somebody <laughs> shouted out, "The first thing anyone thinks of." That's and right. Like, oh, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> You've oh, got well. us over a barrel. <laughs> um. All right. So I think that's all the sketches. Now we're going to go to the wrap up part. And then after that, we're going to record our bonus Patreon episode. Which I'm really excited Sci-fi about. Sci-Fi Try Guys. Sci-Fi Try Guys. We've got two new stories for use. All the supporters of us on Patreon who, who have the, um, the overflow tank, you get the, uh, the bonus side tank episodes, and you get the Sci-Fi Try Guys mm-hmm. episode. And, um, yeah, I'm excited uh, about this. Uh, we've yeah. got some new stories. Yeah. And sink a dink, a rink tink tink. I really I really stopped that up, didn't I? No, I'm the one who fucked it up. Really? Yeah. You remember you get to decide what rhythm is. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Oh, I'll see. You've no. got my hopes up so much. I actually did fuck it up. And um, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And I'm at Alistair TB. We are at Two in Tank. You betcha. Um, never talk about this, right? But one of my favorite podcasts of all time, the Mark Ford podcast, yeah. they're about to delete all their old episodes. Really? Right? So if you've never listened to the Mark Ford podcast, they're going to delete every single episode like in September. So very yeah, right. soon. You might not even have time to get them before before you hear this. <coughs> but go and find their stuff and download as much of it as you can because it's the it's so funny. Yeah, right. Start with the cliches episode. Uh, okay, well, it's I, great. I, I haven't really listened to very much either. Well, it's too late, Alistair. No, it's not too late. No, no. By the time you hear this, it's probably too late, Al. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know when you're listening to this, Alistair, <laughs> but when I'm recording it, there's very little time left. Anyway, I might can, put a link down below for that if I remember. We feel really good when you review us on iTunes so or good. Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, or um, review Shusher Guided Meditations. We sure. like that too. <laughs> we, oh, I love That's my favorite. You can give a review for this podcast on the Shusher thing if you want. Okay. <laughs> or you can review Shusher. Um, um, and uh, we, we love... love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.